Welcome to the Dawson D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. So tell me about your morning, mate. I think the listeners need to hear about what you did in the shower this morning. Uh, well, that didn't sound great coming out of your mouth just well, then. Well, um, I, I want people to be on edge a little bit, and now they well, need to find out what that actually means. And if I've, got a, bad, I've got a good morning routine going at the moment. Um, for those wondering, um, I love my morning routines. You do, you do. I believe in them heavily. I think the way you start your day, you know, almost sets up, you know, every bit of success that you might get that day even your week you know you set your morning up really well um in the start at the start of the week you're setting yourself up to windy you do yes um so part of that routine um do my morning exercise got my meditation i do some stretching you know i like to stay quite lumber yes. uh, flexible yeah, yes um those high kicks Loves don't just kick. come out of nowhere absolutely you know? uh, above your head yeah and uh the last part of it is uh it's a cold shower so um, this morning I just had my well, I'll start off. This warm. is Wim Hof, I believe. Yeah, Wim Hof. Uh, do the Wim Hof breathing and like Wim Hof style meditation first for ten minutes, and then I'll get into the shower and I'll put it on warm for a little bit, wash my body for a minute or so, and then uh, full cold for two about two and a half minutes. And uh, and why do we go cold? Uh well, there's so many different benefits, but the biggest one for me is um, probably the resilience factor, creating resilience within yourself, um, and you know. And th- no better day starting the day, you know, uncomfortable, you know. Under stress, yep. You Absolutely. know, when you put yourself through some discomfort, it comes um, some a lot of strength. Um, and just to really test and, and build your mental resilience, like uh, a big part of it for me is knowing that I'm only a top one percentile of people that probably do it. Yes, So 100%. I'm ahead of other people, the curve, you yes. know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, mate, the cold shower has been something I'm loving. Now, but, but there's one part that interests me about this cold shower. Now, I oh, imagine, yeah. <laughs> personally, I imagine, and I think everyone can relate, if you, if, especially if you start warm and then you go cold, mm. it's a bit of a shock to the system. Yeah, that's why I like it that way. It's difficult to get through. And everybody, <laughs> I, I'm not imagining, do you just stand straight? Do you just no, stand I move there? around a bit. Yeah, I move around. But yeah. what happened this morning? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, now this morning, I'll, sometimes I like to do a little bit of a dance. So for the last, I've done it every day this week with music. Nah. Well, normally, yeah. But today I didn't have any. Uh, my speaker was flat. The battery. Yeah, standard with Wade Custison. And uh, so I had to. So I got in the shower and no music. Had my timer going and I actually started just singing a bit to myself. What, and what song? Uh, what was it again? I've even forgotten. Michael Jackson? Oh, yeah, it was Michael Jackson. Um, they don't care about us. Yeah, that... How do I know this story? I, I, I did not... By the way, I did not watch Wade Custison <laughs> in the shower this morning. This is something that was yeah. related to me. And that's only because I was watched the This Is It documentary for those uh, who haven't seen it. Michael Jackson fans. Uh, it's really good. And there's a really cool bit. And they're on like... They're doing this marching. Like, dun, like toy really soldier marching. Yeah, toy soldier, like arms up. And... This morning it was in my head and I was singing it to myself and I was almost marching really quickly. So you were marching in the shower completely naked under freezing cold water. Sort of it helped me get through knees it. Knees getting high, oh, arms swinging no, and singing. Arms were swinging. The stomping. Knees, the knees weren't really high. Stomping. Yes. Oh, mm, Mild stomping. Mild stomping. And singing what I want. <laughs> they don't really, really, care, they about really care about us. Uh, so, uh, but you know what? It got me through it. Um and, and I felt a million bucks afterwards. Mate, I recommend you jump great, into it. Well, we're going to have a good podcast now oh, mate, if you feel a million bucks. I, I do. I feel a million bucks. I hope I look a million bucks. Um, no comment. Oh, no comment. Oh, no, so, no, you look very nice. No, mate. you need to jump in the cold shower too, mate, because... Uh, it's on my list. Uh, we talk about it a lot. So, uh, we being my sisters and I. Um, Enough of the cold showers, mate. What's, oh, what's so, today so, about? Sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> so, today, interesting topic. Well, we haven't got a title just yet. But we're sort of rolling with dating and relationships. Okay. And yeah. uh, we decided we're going to do something a little bit different because a lot of our topics uh, relate to each other. And this mm. is completely new content, I, I suppose is a good way to say it. So um, could be a little bit uncomfortable at times, but, uh, but the idea is not to be uncomfortable. We want to make, we want to have a bit of a laugh with this one, tell a few funny stories. Yeah. Um, 
It's oval, I think, because of some of the things we're going to be probably sharing and talking about, you know, dating and relationships. It's a real personal one. D, it's, so, it's very personal. Um, so. If we can, for those listening who know us pretty well, it could be a bit of a, oh, gee, didn't oh. know that about uh, D on DOS or... Not in, if, not in a... Not in a... No, <laughs> but if, if we can put in a bit of a... For those who know us, we're going to make it lighthearted, so it's not uncomfortable for you. No, exactly. And, but there'll be, there'll be a few stories, but what we noticed when we're writing the notes is there's a few... We've been our own sort of psychologist today, and some of these behaviours stem back to past Yeah, and quite deep. So uh, Past experiences, yeah. So okay. we've got a few talking points. We're going to actually... Probably a good way to put it. Doss is more the relationship man. He... Yeah. Um, how long have you been with your lovely girlfriend? Uh, we've been together, well, to be honest. Uh, we, 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 he doesn't know. <laughs> no, Meg, <we're>, <laughs> no, we've been together two years, a couple of months ago. Um, but, but you've known each other a lot longer. But we that. were seeing each other for probably almost a year before we were official. So See, this is how it romance... Took, it took Doss a while to, to pop the question. Well, romance blooms in the smokers' sections of nightclubs, don't they, Doss? Is that where you two met? <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, well, that's for another day. That's I was not, day. and and just, just just to to right, smoking. I was not smoking. Cigarette was not in hand. I'll let you figure out the rest. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's putting someone under the bus. But anyway, so yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk a bit about the old single life as well. Yeah, that's 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 your that's your forte. My at the forte, moment. yeah. Um, but we also talk, to talk about there'll be a lot to do with confidence as well in this episode because the confidence to go from struggling in this area to. What's a word? What's a good way to put it? Well, not expert. Not blossoming. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I, th- I think the confidence side of it probably growing. leads more. Yeah, that's it. The confidence side probably leads more towards that. You know, yeah. Single, I think. And well, yeah. both. But what when you're going to dive into that a uh, bit deeper in terms of how confidence has changed your, I guess, ability and way of working with the lady. So. <laughs> well, it's an interesting dynamic. But we've also got also preferences here. So yeah. why people prefer um either or and some of the sort of deeper reason reasoning behind it there's some interesting words written down and uh we're going to really kind of lighten things up at the end uh dos and i so this is a good reason to stick around dos and i will take you through a perfect date versus a disaster date and uh, that's gonna be interesting and I'm, l- I'm really uh, looking forward to that. So yeah, that's uh, that's something to stick around to. Now, don't what's, stick what, what, what's the quote we've got this week, Dave? Because it's an absolute ripper. Our mates will love this. Um, <laughs> so this comes from a man called Stuart Pritchard, <laughs> who is a fictional character in a show called Hello Ladies by Stephen Merchant. the The quote for this week is dating, masturbate. <laughs> Hang on, I've stuffed that up. Dating, mating, and masturbating. Uh, do you want to go a little bit further with that? What that oh, means? Oh no, I think that I think that says enough, to be honest. But, but oh, we're not going to talk about the masturbating part. <laughs> but that's a, that's a very funny quote. I love that quote. Look up "Hello, Ladies" and uh, see for yourself. That's what we'll say there. <laughs> but let's let's dive in, mate. Let's start. You're the relationship expert. So are we are we going straight with what does a healthy relationship look well, like? Well, what does a healthy relationship look like? Um, if you can, well, give us give us some tips from what's going on with yeah, you. Yeah. So me. oh well. So I've probably, like you mentioned earlier, I've probably in my more adult years been in a relationship. I guess you could say I've been in too many relationships, but been in a few. Well, this is a serious one. You're and living, this is the most. You're this, living together. This is this this is the most serious one and. That I've had, but um, yeah, like I said, Meg and I uh, have been together for a couple of years and we've moved out together in December last year, so... Very exciting. Uh, that's been really, really good, but um, what does a healthy relationship look like? It's, it's a good question. I feel a bit, uh, a bit antsy talking really? about this. Yeah, um, I shouldn't know. To me, it's about, you know, massive one for me is clear communication, you know, yeah. especially being with someone and living with them, you know, right now, there's never been a time to that we're more tested, you know, when you're in each other's pockets all the time. Of course, But, yeah. you know, we love spending all that time together. Yeah. Um, but it's important to obviously have clear communication. Um, I think in any relationship, you have to have, a, you know, a strong amount, not just strong, you have to have respect for one another. Yeah, absolutely. In, 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 absolutely, the, in yeah. the person they are, the person they want to be, you know, that probably relates back to, you know, having similar interests, you know, similar values to one another. One thing, especially lately, you know, we... I love my FIFA. You know that. I, lo- I love the PS4. We have definitely not played a game of FIFA th- today. No, we haven't. Uh, wink. But being able to make make sure I'm scheduling time for, for both of us together. and Well, you you're know. scheduling your time overall at the moment. Yeah, I am. And, and I'm loving that. And it's good that you schedule time for Meg. Or yes. Or to be together and do things. Well, we probably don't schedule it as much now because we're at home all the time. But yeah. 
you know, previously, you know, going out, you know, maybe even setting a weekend to go away or going out for dinner or go and meet with other friends, bit of a double date type thing. We love our double dates. Uh, Jai and Rach, you're out there. They were our last one. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's, and there's, you know, there's plenty of things I could mention and tick off that what create a good relationship, you know. The, I could, you could probably talk about it forever, you know, having that mutual support, you know, emotionally for one another. You know, that's so important as well. For sure. Like, <clears throat> from the outside looking in, because I've been in a relationship for a very long time. Um, but I think what I find, what I, one of my little thoughts to myself, I don't know if this is true, this is just my observation from other people, is that a lot of people find, they find someone that they think is either good enough or they like enough and then they try and just make a decision, we're just going to make this work, mm. no matter what. Yep. But there's issues with values, there's issues with core beliefs. Goals. Goals, that's yeah. a huge one. I think if you, somebody's really ambitious and the other one isn't, or goals for yourself and goals as a team, you have the word teamwork here. Yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest. Is that a fair comment? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm a. I love the footy analogy, so I try and relate anything to footy, and she probably gets annoyed at me. But I relate every anything to footy. She will come home from work, and I'll go. Well, it's like this. It's like it's like uh. It's How like, many goals you kick there, yeah, man? Exactly. How many yeah. posies? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, and it is. It's you have you have to be a good team. You know, it's it's a mutual connection. You know, yeah. you, you have to be there for one another. It's it's a fifty fifty battle. You know, another another little. Dot point I'll get there's you know having you know that sexual expression with one another and connecting with one another on that level too yeah um you know that's so important as well of course yeah it's something we can't escape and there's don't get me wrong there's plenty of things that I think people probably don't really realize but there's lots of unhealthy you know things behind a, a relationship you know what does an unhealthy relationship look like I guess in your eyes well, I mean, I feel like I've, I was in there once upon a time so I was in a relationship for about eighteen months a long time ago I was a like literally a different person and at the time i got in it for the wrong reasons and that stems back to some of the things we've talked about in the past to do with body image and where i was at um finding someone to kind of latch on to which is a yeah. pretty and that's what i'm saying it's just like okay if probably talking from my own experience i found somebody that's interested in me at a time where not many people were and uh <laughs> that's a fair comment and then you latch on and you just decide to make it work settle yeah. and there was nothing there was no to me i was just bored the whole time i can remember that and there was nothing to work towards there was nothing excite there was no kind it of it was just a flat line yeah it was just like doing it because repetitive yeah exactly and i think that's a thing but i'd want things that i work on just by myself yeah but i can get that support from versus things that we work on as a team together yeah. i love what you said before about having your individual goals as well i think that's it's so, so important, important to have your own individual goals but then also have your own shared goals but I'm really, I don't want to say I'm passionate about it. I, what I really love about our relationship is we support one another in our own individual goals. Yeah, that's, what, that's you and Meg, not me and you. Yeah, yeah sorry. That's, yeah, <laughs> no, no, you and I do. Even though we have plenty of little uh, goals for the Moments. podcast. But yeah, we, we support each other in our own individual goals. You know? Is, and, yeah. You know, because everyone, like, everyone has similar, like in a relationship, you want to have similar interests, but you're not, no one is, per, no one is the perfect, exactly the same person. Like everyone's exactly. different. So, well, you, you, I suppose you pick up the weaknesses and yeah yeah like where someone's weak and other you know you've got strength in other areas you can help each other yeah through. you help each other but that goal set that's the number one thing i think if i was ever to make that decision would be that would be it i just need things i don't want to how often do you see and this is could be touchy to some people but how often do you see people in really good shape mm. go into a relationship and kind of fade in whatever that, like mate that was me 100%. so and that's what what do they call it relationship weight is yeah, that probably is that yeah, the term? there's don't some know. kind of term yeah. like that and like, it's yeah that comes from just yeah that definitely happened to me um and i'm slowly getting out of that now i said to you this morning i'm actually out to i'm up to nine not nine kilos down nine kilos down since september last year so just a slow little uh decrease decrease in the but, right direction but, but would you say that comes from comfort definitely like you know meg and i you know and this is more me like you know, because we lived at separate houses. Yeah. We'd go to each other's houses and maybe on the way, I'd pick up some ice creams. Yeah. Like, of course. And, it, and it'd be like 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 7.30, 8 o'clock, bring some ice creams. You know, I would, you'd do that nearly every couple of days. And were you finishing her chips on a dinner date? And Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, Nando's. We, we were frequent, um, frequent, frequent visitors of Nando's. Oh, I see. You know, she, she has a pretty good metabolism. Me, not so, not so much. <laughs> um, so, you know, that led to... Like what you said, that relationship weight gain, and which which I didn't, I still 
you know, I'm not happy about, but I'm also not judging myself on it either. I'm no. like, and what I meant by that, that's not the only point. I think it could be, but I'm saying as a goal setting yeah. thing. So yeah. that was just probably the most yeah. obvious thing that comes yeah. to mind, but you can have anything. Some of us try to think of another example. Like you have passions, you have things you're learning. Yep. Um, you and I love our little self-education and yep. some people might throw that away because you're putting more time into, into that person, which is fine. But I think that balance is important to still have something to work on indiv- as an individual. Spot on. I also had here is m- masking. Because mm. I think people, and again, I, mate, I'm guilty of it too. Like you, you obviously want to impress people at the start. And that's not just someone in a romantic sense. That could be anybody. Like mm. someone you just meet down the street, somebody at a new footy club, something, mm. whatever. You try and impress and you can mask your vulnerabilities or your insecurities or what you really believe. Like a lot of people tend to just agree with that person to be accepted. Yeah. Even if they don't truly believe what they're saying, what yeah. their values. I, I love that. I actually heard something the other day and it was like, it was Tony Robbins saying like, the conversation is different from the very start of the relationship. You know, at the very start, if someone, if your partner or someone, you know, you're with or you're seeing at the very beginning says, hey, take out the rubbish. Yeah, no worries. I'll take out the rubbish. Yeah, exactly. Seven years later, is that the same? No, take out your own rubbish. Yeah, like, yeah, That's yeah. the analogy I know you, you mean. put forward. Um, and another one I heard yesterday was the conversation that we probably, you know, at the start of your relationship is very different to the conversation that you have now in your relationship. Yeah. And I think that that is part of the importance of being a good team is knowing that, all right, well, it's not going to be like it was at the very beginning when it's like that honeymoon, really everything's fun and perfect and you hang off every word you both say to one another. Yeah. And, you know, it's just it's so, dopamine. it's that real, it's lovey-dovey. Like mm. when it then becomes a real relationship when you, you know, are two different, completely different people with your own set Seem of goals, worse, yeah. you know, and that's where you have to try and become compatible, which, you know, I'm very lucky that Meg and I are and yeah. we work hard at being compatible, but also... You know, we're very driven people in our own fields. Fields as well. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like, I, I can remember talking to girls and pretending I agree with what they're saying. Something like political. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, I actually think it's a load of shit. And I <laughs> totally disagree with what you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Kim oh, Jong I love yeah, him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah Ripper bloke. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I mean, now I'm totally. Di- I, I'm actually the opposite now. I actually, look for things to disagree with. Yeah. Basically. There's nothing wrong with a healthy disagreement. No, absolutely not. Or a healthy not. argument or what would you call a healthy, yeah, debate. healthy debate. Debate. Good word. Yes. Good word. Do you have any more uh, any more points on that unhealthy relationship? Oh, nah, mate. Or healthy? Oh, oh, not really, to be honest. I've covered it all. I think we've covered it all. Beautiful. Um, but we'll ha- well, Dee's the single man of the of our duo, I guess you could call us. So I'm really looking forward to, to tackling this one. Oh, and I'm nervous. I must I admit I'm nervous. Are you? Yeah. Well, don't be a little nervous. bit. A little bit. Because yeah. I want to be, again, we want to be vulnerable and you yeah. think about, like, I don't know exactly what will come out. Cause well, like, for me, from the out- outside looking in, like, and you would say the same for me in a certain manner as well, but your confidence in the last three years mm-hmm. probably has gone, you know, to another level. And it's, and especially from, I guess, the girl's point of view. Like, Yeah, I think so. Like, the truth is, yes. And... It goes back a long way. It goes back to getting out my weight loss. That journey, which we talked about in other podcasts, that stemmed from the ending of that, getting out of that yeah. original relationship. It was only a few months later that I decided to make that journey. But was that a decision based off the relationship? No. no. Well, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't know. Not because of that, relate, but maybe because now I'm like, okay, now I need changed. to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I need to. Yeah, now I need, yeah. But that was, a for me, that was the greatest thing of, at the time, being single was the fact that I actually became very selfish in a positive yeah, sense. Yeah, you had time for you to improve yeah. you. And yeah. that's when I just got hard into fitness and hard into self-development and education and all this kind of stuff. So I, I think this will apply to you. I, in fact, I know for a fact this will apply to you because the confidence aspect of talking, just talking to the opposite sex or the sex that you're attracted to, it, it's difficult. It's a difficult journey at first, especially when we come from that background of struggling. Yeah. Well, I think, mate, to set the scene... Tell me that story. That, oh, yeah. Tell me that story that's that happened to you one. in year seven. I think that will really set. Yeah, the that's scene. a good one. And that, I think with confidence in particular, right? We've we spoke about this before and what confidence is and why we lack confidence. And I think a big part of that is due to past experience and, and yep. trauma, like pre- previous trauma, and whether that be bullying or someone being, you know, belittling you or, yes. or teasing, or it might not. It might even be something even worse, something really traumatic that mm. happened to you as a kid. I don't know the way you were raised, the way your parents spoke to you. 
whatever happened, I think plays a big part in your confidence going forward. Right? Yeah. And yeah, that happened to me in year seven. I'm, I'm, it's funny how, how you just... How old are you? 13? I would have been 13. And yep. it would have been at the start of the year. So, you know, only just turned 13. And yeah, it was like a school camp. First high school school camp. Was this at the... Sorry, with this... Being a high school year camp, I remember our year seven camp was very early at the start to try and get everyone to mingle. Yeah. Would this be right at the start? Yeah, of I reckon it was. Attending yeah. high school? Yeah, oh, yeah, right at the start. So you're finding your feet. Yeah. Or, you your know, friendship groups. You're yeah. meeting people. And yeah. I went to a school where I was lucky I had a f- quite a few people from my primary school. So, you know, you've got yeah, those. But got that. girls is a totally different thing. And um, so... Puberty's just hitting. Yeah, puberty's just hitting. <laughs> uh, and to be honest, I was a late bloomer in that area too. But We did hear that in episode two. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> but one night it was like dinner i think it was the first night and you know there's a hallway that leads to like the dining room yeah and you know they said all right all the guys all the boys line up on one side of the hallway and the girls on the other and okay. it was the way you were like you didn't wasn't picked it's your order you, the order you were right yep. then and all right well the the girl or boy that's opposite you you know you you now link link arms and you're now sitting with them because it's a chance to meet someone new and um, oh, so it was to meet people. I think it wasn't it was. a dancer. Yeah. Okay. And so, no, it was just to sit and have tea. And mm-hmm. the, I think it was probably an easier way to fill the tables, probably as well. Yeah. You know, less one less job for the teachers. Yes. To uh, yeah. designate which seats everyone sits. True. In. Very true. But um, yeah. And like I looked over and there was this girl, and she was probably one of the more popular girls. Yeah. And and good looking, and but I'm this chubby kid. I've looked over and she's gone like basically said ill, and looked at me and went ill, and then. Well, you heard her say that. Yeah, and then Far like, out. and then trying to work out with other girls, can you switch with me? Like right in front of yes. you. Yes. Oh, mate. And it's like not even a meter apart. And then that's humiliating. And then she didn't, like, she didn't get switched. So then we had to link arms to go in, and she like barely even acknowledged acknowledged it or touched. See, that's hard. And then you had to sit next to each other and talk. And I'm like, this is terrible. Like that's and that's t- that's so tough. And that's where. That's where that confidence... Now you're suddenly low on confidence. And yeah. especially when it comes to meeting, talking, interacting with females. So why would a person who went through that... <laughs> how could they find the confidence again, especially not for a long time, to to talk to a girl again? Yeah, 100%. You know, 100%. That's, to me, that's like... That's exactly what I stated. Like, you know, your past experience plays such a vital role in, you know, whether whether it's talking to girls or, you know, talking in front of an audience or, you know, public speaking or whatever it is that fear or that a lot of people lack in confidence. A lot of it can be dictated by that, you know, traumatic experience when you're younger. I understand, mate. And I can remember certain things too. I was so low on confidence in my teenage years that I didn't want to be seen. Yeah. Um, And especially if, if ever there was any reason to mingle boys to mingle with girls, um, and I remember, mate, even first time going to a nightclub, like for me, I just wanted to, I wanted to stand in the corner and hide back against the wall, not get, not, not, not like you yourself uh, in the spotlight, high kicking and jumping around. Tricks on me. Woo! Like, um, but yeah, I, I just hide in the corner, mate. And it's kind of like, I remember just thinking it'd be, it'd be a great result if some, like someone came to me. Like that'd be, that's the only way I could see anything yeah. happening. Like, I'm like, I need someone to come to me, not me approach them. But once you go through that change in your life, then when you, when your confidence is higher in yourself, mm. you believe in yourself more, you feel better about how you look, better how you interact with people, all those sorts of things. I, I have no conf- uh, no confidence. I have no fear, I should say now, like talking to girls, approaching girls. Um, right, in, in, embarrassing. So in America, I just, like, I just go up to... I remember this walking through the streets in California one day and I just saw this girl on the side of the road, I just went up and said hello, had a chat and got a number, went out with her that night. Like Did you? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So but that's like I'm not saying that in a bragging kind of a way. That's just but that's the confidence from the lowest to the highest. Mm. Um and I think it stems all the way back to having to go through that weight loss journey. Yeah. And being fearful of of that. Yeah. Can you can you remember when you the day when you got that confidence? Like, do you remember like that first interaction with someone or going out that night and going, I'm like, I'm on tonight. I'm on or- tonight. No, mate, well, here's a problem, right? And this is, this is where it gets a little bit, a little bit serious. Um, oh. Yeah. And, and this is, this is something I'm not really proud of, but I've, it's hard for me to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, it is. But yeah. I think I, I, I've had a huge issue with validation 
Mm. Um, and that, again, from having no attention, getting into a relationship because I've thought that I had some, like someone's just, some, this is the one person that's shown interest in me. I need to, I need to cling on yep. despite of how I feel. And then after that, going into a whole area of um, getting out of it and still being not not comfortable in my body, not comfortable how I looked, who I was as a person. And then eventually, slowly over multiple years, and took me took me a long time, took me two and a half, three mm. years after ending that relationship to even get into close to it, not close, um, like even Seeing getting someone. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, and I think, and then towards the end of that journey, I'd get to a point where I was going on a lot of dates, uh, meeting a lot of girls, going to nightclubs and if I, and this is embarrassing and I, I don't know if people relate to this, but this is kind of boy, well, girls do it too, obviously, but you go to a nightclub and you have the, the nightclub hookup. We've all, we've, everyone that's yeah, been, we've all been there. We've all been there. There's nothing to be proud of and nothing to be excited about, but it just happens. But when that happened to me, like whenever that happened to me in well, that. Like, firstly, let's state when you, when you were going out, like at the time you were hoping to hook up with someone like well, yeah. not you. I mean, everyone. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're, hoping that's to, a, you're hoping to bump into it. You're not going, yeah, it's good to go out for a beer with your mates and whatnot, but you wouldn't be dressed to the nines and covered in aftershave if you weren't hoping to get a number and maybe very, kiss a girl. That's a very good point. So no, you shouldn't feel guilty. No, no, about, no, 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 yeah. no, no. I just don't want to sound like I'm trying to brag. No, I know. I just anyway, want to state that. Say that happens, right? Then the problem I have is that's, val- I would, I'd be seeking that validation. And then once I get that validation, that was not enough. I would be like, okay, that's validation from one person. And I don't know how many people in here, 500 people, mm. 200, whatever it is, right? So that's, okay, it's like, it sounds horrible. Tick next and like and i'm trying to validate myself to okay i've someone's finding me attractive yeah it's not about it's not about see people might hear that and i know they don't but oh it's about like getting with as many girls as you can it's not it's from your point of view it's about not feeling worthy enough like 100 percent, mate and like again this is another tough thing to talk about but people close to me understand like and i i've had an issue with sex addiction and i'm kind of laughing saying it but good on you for saying it oh it's hard it's freaking hard to say but i'm being honest and But when I think deeply about it, it's not, it's the only, the addiction is coming from validation. That's what I'm addicted to. I'm addicted to feeling like I can attract people and be with people. And it never looked good because you boys were all, my close friendship group were always in relationships and I was not. And then at first, like, you'd all be encouraging if it happened. But then as it got more and more frequent with more and more people, it sounds bad. If I'm just being honest. It's then you guys, or, you started yeah. getting a bit, not annoyed with Worried. me. but. N- yeah, a little bit annoyed, agitated, like, come on, pull your head in type yeah. stuff. And that's the thing, mate, and that's where it comes from. It, you end up going, not numbers, that's a bad way to put it, but just more and more people because it fills that void, which well, yeah, is well, so... Well, is that, do you think... Gosh, I don't want this to turn into a cancer session, by the way. But, <laughs> but like, and I think we get to it in the next one, dating versus relationships yep. and, and, you know, why people might prefer one or the other. But do you reckon part of that is... You, so many of us are like, you know, I seek validation, and by me seeking it, I've, I'm not with my partner be, just because of that. But I, I enjoy being loved and yeah. and comforted, and and I feel validated by being with her. And do, do you think that part of you, like you, you've got the top point, but the freedom, you still love having the freedom to focus on you, but that gives you that validation that you. Crave. Yeah, I think so. I think you're spot on. Everybody has valid. Everybody seeks. I think most people seek validation in some areas. Some yeah. of us seek validation through compliments yeah. from our peers, our workmates, our friends, whatever it is. Some of us seek validation. I seek validation when I play footy. Like I want someone to if I do something good, I want to be kind of tapped on the back. Like, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. and this was my this was my biggest way of seeking validation in my life. Because I'm coming from a place of get, I'm, I wasn't coming from a place going through school having the normal experience, like the normal sort of linear graph of third. I don't know what age, but you know, you from your first girlfriend to your first kiss to your first yeah. lose your virginity, whatever it is. It wasn't the normal linear thing. Yeah, but yeah, mate. That's I mean, that's where it came. Good from on me. you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, like it's. I well, love that. You used to just to lighten things up. Used to get a bit annoyed when uh, I'd go missing in oh, in bars. There was a, there's a few. There's been a few. Uh, the odd occasion, or not the odd. The there's a few occasions where we'd go out for a, uh, you know, I couldn't help a myself. Couple, a couple of drinks, uh, but um, I was going to say, you know, beer, 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 sometimes cider. But, cider for me. Uh, <laughs> cider for you. Yeah, D likes cider. I can't drink beer. But yeah, we'd be out one night, and we we where the hell is D? <laughs> 
And he's off talking to a, a bird or, you know, I shouldn't refer to a female as a bird, but um, he's off talking to, you know, a girl and I'm going, talking to her all night. And then I'm going, Dave, we've come, we've, I thought we were having a night out together. That's I'll, a very serious conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm on the dance floor dancing by myself and you're, <laughs> and you're over there, you know. Um, I'm, so... We've had a couple of big chats about that. I remember one chat, uh, a little bit, probably probably a little bit under the influence, or probably a bit <laughs> tipsy, maybe, but uh, at a train station. Yeah, that way. was... And, uh, I wasn't happy that night. No, you weren't. You were okay in the end, but yeah. at the time, you're like, mate... And you on. understood too. I understood, and I realised, yeah. I just, again, I comes back from that, couldn't help myself, just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, anyway, from, from that sort of confidence... Well, actually, before we move on, because I just mm. talked about me, and you... What about you? What about when you've gone from that completely no confidence? Imagine now there's an 18-year-old kid, mm. male kid, with not a lot of experience in this area that's building confidence, going from that lowest point of being having someone say, ew, yeah. to... Because you were quite... When you were 18, 19, you were, you were quite the party boy and <laughs> you got told after schoolies to pull your head in from, yeah. from your old man. I know. Yeah, and and... That's a good example too. Yeah, that is a good example. And I'll, I'll also state too, right? It's it's also, like for example, schoolies, right? In my mind, I thought I'm going to go, like it's going to be the time of my life. You know, I'm going to get with girls every night and, you know, have sex with girls and this and that. No, seriously. No, I just, I'm, I, I know. I just love how you're whispering. Yeah. Even though you're on a microphone. <laughs> yeah, I'm whispering. That you know one can hear me even though this is going out to the whole wide it's world. Like, exactly. <laughs> But, um, yeah. but yeah, going going to school, he's thinking, oh, I'm going to get with all these girls. It's going to be this. It's going to be fun. Party time. You know, yeah. party time. Going to have fun with my mates, mate. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll honestly say, say, I didn't have sex with anyone on schoolies, right? Yeah. But and I wanted to, just just couldn't find it. But <laughs> oh, I remember you were doing okay. Yeah, I just know, didn't, I just know. Didn't get no, the, but uh, yeah. So that whole so going back to what you said, like that going to schoolies, enjoying fun time with your mates, and and what you and what have you, I guess you could say, but. Coming back, I remember my dad going, you know, I was feeling good after, you know, year 12 was the best year I'd ever had. Yeah. I don't mean that from a school perspective. I mean, just overall. Yeah. You know, I'll say forever, that year was probably the best year of my life. Yeah. You got your license, you gain a heap of independence. Um, you know, you're going out, I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. You yeah, know. And you were getting a lot of uh, nightclub hookups, I remember <laughs> yeah. too. We, yeah, used to, was... we used to love, um, sorry to butt in, but we used to love the book, like, because John and I, as, uh, yeah, Jai, far out. Again, eighth episode in a row. We'd always hang, hang out as a trio and you'd come back and, and the next you, day. At that time, I'd be I'd be going at you boys weren't at that time. Yeah, exactly. So we And then the next day, I'd be oh, going to us and he hook up and just his little smirk. <laughs> yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I had fun. Um, do you think Do you think it's important for people to experience that? I think so. Especially... Yeah, I think so too. At eight, like 18, right? That That's the example we're throwing out there, right? For one, you're learning all your life. So at that age, you're 18, you're a baby. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I think... Yeah, literally the starting line. Yeah, you're, and I think you do. You're, you're going through a phase that's completely different. You know, like I mentioned, you are... It's your first taste of, I guess, independence and, and, and you know, I can choose what I want to choose. Yes, you know? yes. Um, and having that, going out and enjoying that fun and, and interacting with, you know, other people and, and girls and whatnot, I think that is a big part of it because it makes you, well, for one, it made me go, made you realise what you kind of want as well. Yeah. You know, not that there's a right or wrong, but, you know, I probably worked out pretty quick. Um, I liked being in a relationship. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. so I would enc- not encourage, but I would say if I was to talk to the 18-year-old self again, I'd probably make a few different choices, mind you. Yes, fair. <laughs> I'd make a couple of changes, you know. Um, when I got back from school, it's I got a, not a stern, but a, I got a warning, or not a warning, I got a talking to by my dad. Um, mate, come on. And, you know, you, you want to stick and be true to your values and who you are and yeah. who you want to be. And there's a difference between being confident and arrogant. And yeah. I was probably being a bit more arrogant. Yeah, um, and I, mate, 100%. I've been, we're talking about this off air. There is a very fine line and we've both been guilty of both. One's positive, one's negative. Mm. So I, I, I understand. What did your dad, do you remember what your dad was talking about? Is it, or was it just about no, I don't losing specific- track of your values? Yeah, I think probably a bit of that. And maybe I was, maybe just, you know what I remember him saying? That's, it's literally just come to me. That's weird. That's actually weird. I remember these words him saying to me, and I actually use it quite a bit. I use it all the time. He said, leave your ego at the door. Oh, okay. When you walk into the house, leave your ego at the door, mate. Yep. Like, Fair. 
if you want to have an ego and prance around and strut around out away from home if that's what you want to do you know go for it but which i probably wasn't doing that that bad yeah but i probably had an aura of confidence maybe more leaning towards arrogance thinking oh well look at me go i'm, I'm looking good i'm feeling good i can do what i want type thing and i understand mate. I, and that, i and i and that made me go wait a second like who's the person i want to be and i look back now and that's the it's the perfect like you have to go through that to know and learn all right well who do i want to be as a person i can yeah and that's a really really good point it's funny how something as simple as this, just this one moment in time that makes you feel good, can actually really shape the direction in which you go when it comes to arrogance and confidence and who you are. Exactly. And like we always talk about, you know, you want to be you want to be helping other people, you know, and and when we say confidence, confidence doesn't mean confidence just from within ourselves to to maybe find and do the things that we want to do, but it come it, it also adds to the relationships of friends, family, you know, being able to care and genuinely yeah. be interested in them. That comes from confidence. And, Absolutely. And, you know, I've said this to you, there's two types of different people in this world. There's one person that walks into a room and says, here I am. Mm-hmm. And the other person walks into a room and says, there you are. Yeah. And that's, that to me is probably that difference between the arrogance is here I am and the confidence is there you are. Yeah. And that makes total sense. I couldn't agree more. And, that's it, man. I'm not even going to go any further because you hit the nail on the head. But, Thanks, mate. Um, so is it, is it now... That, this isn't a debate because um, we've gone very serious, haven't we? And it probably is for a little bit. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I appreciate you opening up the way you did. Like, it's it's really... It's, well, you know, it's oh, courageous, just, just mate. the other thing too, just, just to finish off that point, was that's how it was, mate. And like, there's this video and it just came to me. There's this stupid video of you and I earlier this year before everything happened. We're outside a... Two or three in the morning outside some shop, pizza shop, I think Doss was getting. And Jai must have filmed us. You and I were arguing (laughs) about a woman, like... Because you were... This was another night, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, just because... This is a stupid... This is probably coming down to... You were giving me shit about... Like, I didn't see it, so it didn't happen. Oh, yeah, I didn't see you kiss her, so it didn't happen. I did kiss her, Yeah, no, but it was just annoying me because... It wasn't that I was trying to prove that I did. It was annoying me because I'm like, mate, I'm not a liar. But that's the thing. You knew to to stir me. And it was all... That's a joke, tongue in cheek. Yeah. But to stir me was like you. That proves how the validation is. Yeah. Because I'm like having. I'm like, mate. I it, did. I did. Like it happened. Yeah. Like I'm not lying to you. Yeah. It happened. Like I don't care if you saw it or not. I'm not bragging yeah. about it. But that's just validation. Yeah. It's, it's a weird. I hope people can understand where I'm coming from. I'm not saying it from a a place of hmm. how good am I. I'm just trying to yeah. be authentic with it. But yeah. let's move into the next section because. Again, we have the polar opposites here. We have... Uh, it's good both of us having, you know, different... Differing... Yeah. Not necessarily different views, but, you know, we're in different um, situations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So here we go. We've got dating versus relationship preferences and probably why people choose one or the other. And let's go through some of the words. So let's start with... Uh, as my bat- Oh, my computer's... I got an email, mate. Did no, you? it's my computer's running low. Oh. Um, loneliness. Let's start with loneliness. Is that a reason why people... Do you think some people would fall into a relationship or crave that relationship? Definitely, and I think there's nothing wrong. And I'm one of those people that uh, I I love being around other people. Yes. I probably find it hard being by myself, and it's something that I'm trying to work on. Um, and by that I mean like giving time for me and yes. and being a person that's really passionate about self education and you know trying to better myself and be the best version of me in all areas of my life and that means that that needs time for you you know you need to be dedicating time to you Mm -hmm. but i also love being around other people and i love affection and i love i do i feel loneliness at times and i have in the past and and i think other people do as well and i think that is why you know some people i don't want to say settle because there's nothing wrong with that Mm. but i think that is a big factor Driver. in why people maybe do get in a re- long-term stable relationship early and and stay in it and good on them and you know at the moment i'm in one of those and yeah I, and i and i'm loving it enjoying it well it's funny because we were talking we're brainstorming today about other podcasts in the future we're talking about fears as, as one of our future topics and we're going through rattling off some things that and we'll talk about obviously in that podcast but loneliness was one that came up for you and i actually just had a little flashback too i remember when you were single but the last time you were single and you were saying, you just had this moment where you just said, I, I crave that, don't like sleeping alone. or I, don't, I can't remember exactly what you put, but you just like, I don't, I like having someone there. I like being able to go home to somebody in a sense. Yeah. Not literally going home to someone, yeah. but. 
I know what you mean. Like having that support network there, you know, you crave when that. you come home, that person's there for you. you yeah. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of us who might be in a relationship, those listening, we, me and Meg were actually watching a docker. I can't remember, not a docker show. I can't remember what it was called, but it was about people, young adults with young adults on the spectrum. Right. Yeah. And, ha- and getting them into dating. So whether, you know, autism or all these different, Okay. All these people in their twenties with mild disabilities. Mild disabilities, and I, it was one of the best shows I've watched. Yeah. And this one guy, he was, you know, he's going on a date. Um, he was on the spectrum as well, and the most lovely guy. And he basically was saying like, people get into people date and get into relationships now. For he, he didn't use the word sex. He used the word intercourse. <laughs> you know, and I laughed, but he said, you know, and then they complain about the relationship getting stale or boring later. And he said, that's, you know, you need to stop and smell. He said the flowers and I thought he got it wrong because I'm normally smell the roses, but yeah. stop and smell the roses and appreciate, you know, what it Each is for now and appreciate got, yeah. what you have. Like, you know, at times I think we probably take it for granted coming home to someone. And I think what you just said about me when I was, you know, single back in the day is I wanted to have someone to, you know, having previously been in relationships. So I'm like, I miss having that person there. Yeah. And um, it's fine. I was the opposite. I'm like, sometimes I was like, gee, I wish I was sleeping alone tonight. Wish I had my own space. Yeah. No, but that's it. But do you think with that loneliness, because the next word's comfort, mm. they kind of stem together. Yeah, together, I think. Um, to escape that loneliness, you know, you are being drawn to comfort. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know about you, but I'm, I come from a family that is very affectionate. And, yeah. and I'm an affectionate person. And, you know, I'm an, you know, I'm, I'm really affectionate with my mates even like, yes, you know, yes, that. I know, I know, um, touchy feely and lovey dovey. Yeah, yeah, we don't need too much information. Uh, and then after a couple of drinks, I'm, I'm a hugger. I'm so, anybody's. <laughs> so comfort for me, you know, does stem, you know, through people and human interaction. And, and the biggest one is obviously having that person for when, you know, comfort doesn't just mean snuggling and on the couch. No, like, comfort I, can I mean, all right, when confide in someone yeah when when i need support and i need emotional support and yeah you've um, got I've, someone there. i've got someone there comforting me and making me feel i guess well for one loved and two like everything's gonna be okay well it's fun yeah I, I, absolutely and i understand what you're saying but the funny thing for me is that that comfort is what ste- steers me in the other direction and i know mm. that sounds some people might not understand that but one of the things was i was fearful of getting too comf- comfortable yeah because relationships for me go back to being overweight with no ambition no drive not a hard worker single for me is not people think oh you love being single because you can sleep around and do what you want that's not what it is to me it drives me it's more time for me to focus on myself to work harder at things that i want to achieve i've had this not argument i've had this debate with my mom and some of my family because they're like well why don't you have a girlfriend why don't you have a girlfriend why don't you introduce us to any of the girls you know any of this and i'm like we it's not about it's not what you actually think it's it's probably my own issue but it comes from i don't want to be too comfortable in that place and then lose track of everything i'm striving for in life Mm. so for me i I want someone like if i was to get into that i want someone that's going to drive me harder yeah to achieve the things i want to achieve and get more out of myself and i'm not saying that's standard that's just one experience that i had from the past it steered me in the opposite direction mm. and that's what gives me the other thing and same word the next word we have is freedom and for me that's what freedom represented it's the ability to go where i want when i want on my own terms do what i want have don't have to answer to anybody yeah i think that's the it's big maybe one. it's an immature way of thinking but it's, it's how I've i don't think it is because we probably connect this and all our episodes intertwine but back to that expectations and when the expectation of in your tw- in your 20s that's when you should be starting to find someone and yeah and you probably and i hope you know by the sense but you don't feel guilty about it but you shouldn't feel immature about it because you're in your 20s you're young you're meant to be exploring and you know and having fun and doing what you want and chasing your dreams and your goals and i'm lucky because i found someone that allows me to do that yeah 100%. at the same time but and the other thing too, I must say, I haven't been open to it either. So that's on me. It's not, I've not been open to thinking that way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I've been open to someone even giving me that chance. But and the thing is like you and I come from similar backgrounds growing up in terms of you came from a Catholic background. I came from a Christian background. We had the same belief system growing up and I was never shamed into anything to do with sex or relationships or waiting till marriage or anything like that. But 
no one pressured me, but it was on my mind for a long time. I don't know if you were the same. Yeah, mate. That, like, this and is I think such, a lot of people deal a, with this. This is a really good one because I deal with that guilt all the time. Still? Yeah, okay. all the time, mate. Um, I Probably this year I've tapered away a little bit, especially like, yeah, I do feel guilty sometimes because clearly the listeners know that I've now had sex before marriage, <laughs> you know, and based on that with our religion and the faith that we have, like, you know, it's seen as a, a sin and, you know, you're going to hell type thing. Like, mm. and in my mind being an anxious person all the time you know it is it's it is challenging to have that you know there's like that bull kicking in your head going kicking Mate, around and you're me, doing I've the had, wrong thing i've had that the same. and I, and i do and i really i find it really challenging and i hope other, i don't know if others out there listening relate to that at all but it's something that i don't want people to think especially the ones i love really abide by that faith i still have that faith and that religion and I, you know i love having that in my life yeah but it's not that i've just let it all go and I'm going crazy yeah, of course, and getting no, the I girls. Don't, I, don't like, think I think about it no, and it worries me, you know. It's still there in my heart, you know. Well, that's the thing because I, I dealt with that too. And I mean, when I started going on more and more dates um, and you'd have a conversation and you talk about growing up and I'd say, oh, yeah, look, I came from a Christian family, blah, blah, and they'd let it go. And then but so many would come back to you later on, a few minutes later or an hour later, whenever, and just be like, so... Um, you being brought up Christian, how much do you still believe in that? Or how how close to those rules do you follow? And they're like, like who says this? Like some of the girls yeah. I went on dates with, that'd be like, well, because they want, well, they they want a piece of the D. No, no that's I didn't I'm, mean that by the penis. No, I meant your name. That's not what I'm. That's not. What, that's <laughs> not what I'm saying. Well, obviously they're probably thinking, well, if I'm going to get involved, then that's an important part. Well, maybe they're thinking it's going to happen tonight. I don't know, but um, we'll find out later in the. Uh, you will find out. You will day. find out later yeah. on. But that was the thing that stuck with me. No one. I want to put this on the record. Nobody made me feel, nobody even spoke to me really about this or told me that it shouldn't be a thing. It was just in the back of my mind. I've, I've clearly, had, I've, yeah. clearly I've completely cooked that. So if, if that's how I should act, then I've gone past it yeah. many a time. <laughs> but um, and I think that sort of works into our next topic because that's... The pressures, mate. The pressures to perform, right? Oh, tell me a bit about this one, all right? Well... This part, we're going to talk about some of the pressures that come from relationships and also the single life and, well, just the whole dating world, just when you've got a significant other in your life at whatever level. And we put pressures to perform and some people will be giggling at this. I think Doss is having a little giggle to himself, the immature man that he is. Yeah, I do have <coughs> a lot of immaturity about myself, um, but unfortunately. Obviously, there's a lot of areas that could be deemed pressure. But uh, especially, I was imagining like, and this is from a guy's perspective, girls I'm sure would feel the same, but I can't speak from a female perspective. But before losing your virginity, Doss is giggling again. I'll throw it straight on you. How, how do you feel? As a, how do you feel as a young adolescent? You, it's just, do you think it's a stressful thing for a lot of people? A lot I of people, think, yeah. I, it's, it's stressful because you want to get it done. Well, you need to get that. Yes and no, like stressful because... How to get it done, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and I'll put the pressure, you know, back on yourself and you know me as you know, like we mentioned with, I guess you brought up in the faith that you have, you know, that pressure of what should I do? Yeah, the pressure to make the right decision. You know, um, so that to me that was the pressure as that young, you know, yeah. eighteen year old uh, I, I taking making the big decision to to do it. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's it's. Full on, you know. It is, yeah. I, I, yeah. Some 100%. some might say, you know, otherwise, you know, it's not full on. What are you talking about? But intimate, think, intimacy, think, you know, from a young age, it's it's something that's it's really really raw and it's so personal. Like, I, of course, I it think, is, yeah. and that's <clears throat> this is my take on it too. Like, <laughs> this is going to sound so corny, but like, no, having having one person from the intimacy side of intimacy side of things is something I love because it's mm. it's someone that I love, you trust, and him. I trust and I care about and. I've, love with every bit of my heart you know like but and, not, and also there's pressures to perform there as well but yes exactly right. well 90 percent of people though that when they do lose their virginity i mean it's rare that i think it'd be very rare that you lose virginity the person you end up marrying or being with long term like it's probably not a person you can necessarily trust yeah in a lot of cases it probably just happens for a lot of people but but yes uh, as the relationship progresses, you do have pressures to uh continue to uh perform and provide uh satisfaction <laughs> Is that a fair comment? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely fair. So, um, but yeah, apart from uh, performing in that uh, department, department, <laughs> pressures to live up to the expectations of the other person. This is more of a relationship-based thing. So, uh, what do you what do you think about that? Yeah, I'm not too sure. It's, I think we all have expectations on each other, you know, mm-hmm. as a whole. 
you know, society, you know, we, we have an expectation on, on most people that we come across. Um, you have an expectation on the waitress at, you know, the cafe that you're, yeah. that you're having lunch. You have an expectation on, you know, your mum, your dad. You have an expectation on every single person that you probably come across. You probably have an expectation in your mind of what they should be and yes. what's the right way. And a lot of that comes down to probably respect and politeness. And you have an expectation of, all right, I've been brought up this way. They should provide that back to me. Right? Yes. And I think we actually have a, not an issue, but we put too much expectation on life as a whole. And in particular, we put too, too many expectations on other people to be a certain way. So from a relationship standpoint, I think this is where a lot of relationships kind of really fall down and really struggle. Yeah. And that's because they have their partner or the relationship on a pedestal and it has to be perfect yeah. all the time. Yep. And the expectation is, you know, they need to be this, this, this and this. They need to be ripped. They need to be... Decent income, provider of the family. Yeah. You provide fun, happiness, date nights, whatever that may mean. Yeah, yeah. Mate, absolutely. And, and I don't know, you could probably say this from a single point of view, but you, you, you're enjoying, you know, the lifestyle that you currently are living. But I don't mean that. No, like I, that. Know, I know, um, I know. I mean, from a freedom point of view, but I've lost my train of thought. You go, man. Well, I think we go into pressure to commit. Yeah, pressure to commit. Like well, that's that's one pressure that I had, that I felt, and that was something I'm like, I'm never gonna fall into that trap again. Um, to the point, and this is funny. Like I put this in brackets, and this may be uncomfortable, but it's like my parents used to, not my parents, sorry. Some people in my family would, they'd always be like, "Why don't you have a girlfriend? Like, why don't you have a girlfriend?" That, that, people just ask it all the time. Yeah. Why you like? If they said, have you got a girlfriend? You'd be like, no. Oh, why not? Like, it's a strange yeah, questioning thing. It. And you couldn't... It sounded like if you said, because I don't want to. sounds like you're being defensive and you can't get a girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny because I think... And I'm not meaning this in any kind of derogatory way, but I, I reckon my, my parents probably thought I was in the closet and they probably thought that because I yeah, wasn't introducing it. And, that, and that's also because of the expectation they have on you. As yeah. A, as a... I'm not saying, I'm, by the way, this is how I was thinking. I'm not saying mum or dad ever said anything like this or any of my family members, but I felt like people probably thought that because I'm, my sisters have always had boyfriends. Everybody in the family, we've always had partners and, and I'm just like, well, yeah. I'm living a totally different lifestyle. One day I think my grandma, poor grandma, she's got a cough here. She was giving me a little bit of, uh, little bit of shit for bit it. A bit of a roasting. Yeah, she was just the like, old grandma. and then I ended up uh, really spilling the beans on my lifestyle and uh, getting quite graphic with her, just in defense mode. Graphic? Not, not, not showing any, no, <laughs> just explaining to her that uh, that's not the case and that uh, maybe I'm doing a little bit better than she thought. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, there's that pressure from a single point of view, it's pressure to commit and I'm, I'm, sh I shit myself that I'll commit to the wrong person yeah. and, and as a result, let go of. As we talked right at the start, my values, my thoughts, my beliefs, and who I am and what I work want to work towards too. But it's scary to commit, though, mate. Like it is. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's a fear. I of think mine. even you know I'd be lying if you know myself if I didn't fear being in a relationship forever. Like yeah, you know I, I hope I'm not digging myself in a hole here. But I think that's I think that's probably got to be a normal. I thought. think that's for a lot of young people. Like you know the fear of it's not the fear of the unknown, but it's like, it's hard to even put into words. Like, no, I understand. Like it, it's fear of missing out in a way. Yeah, it's, it's a fear it's, of it, making a It probably a is a bit of FOMO too. And uh, like, of course, yeah. anyway, no, I think that's a very, very valid point, honestly. And I, I trust me with that fear of commitment. I've, I've got into many, uh, interesting text messaging, not arguments, but, uh, some women have given me a fair bit of grief over it. Uh, really? Just ones are wanting to get a little bit closer. Don't, don't blame me. We, we haven't... Um, Kidding. Do you reckon if online, the whole online dating thing... Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to have a cop. Like, I'm not... Do you reckon if that wasn't a thing, do you reckon, reckon that you would have the confidence that you currently have if there was no online apps, no online dating? And I mean this probably as a whole, like for people that are single. I think now Do you reckon do. people would have... Would still be able to... Yes, because it'd be a different world. Yeah. I think, because it wouldn't exist. Be I think... What, how I currently am? Yeah. Currently, I'd be fine. Yeah. Because I've, like I said before, I could go and I'd happily go into a place where I don't know anybody, make friends and meet people and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I, I think it's just changed. It's just a landscape thing. So, people were, as a whole, going back to confidence, we're all more confident behind a screen. I mean, you and I yeah, just, true. it's nerve wracking. Like I said, I was nervous talking about some of this stuff. You get nervous talking about things we talk about, putting ourselves on camera, get, getting on social media, behind a screen, texting, talking to people behind a screen is a lot easier. Mm. How about we? How about we really lighten this up? Because I think we got a little bit deeper than we probably anticipated. I think today. we did actually. <laughs> Good podcast, you reckon? Oh mate, I, mean, I, 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 I feel I've, therapeutic. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I feel. I feel a lot thank better. Thank you, Doctor Daniel. <laughs> no, thank you, Doctor 
DOS. Um, but we just look, we're just going to have a little joke here. Um, this is not reflecting for any ladies wondering. This is not how I take you out on a date. Uh, and just a warning: this is not Doctor Phil. We're not telling you how to find. This is we're not telling you how to find love. I actually advise against what we're about to say. Personally. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk about a perfect date versus a disastrous date, and hopefully, you are switched on enough to understand where we're coming from. So, Doss, let's imagine... Wait, how about we start the date off with uh, some music? We'll just cue that. Yep. And uh, let's start the day off, date off, right? The per- before we go any further, we've, you've got the date. This is not asking someone out. This is someone that's accepted to go with you. And now, wh- what are we setting the scene at? A nice romantic dinner? Uh, no, no, perhaps not, Dean. Not I'm, a dinner? Uh, no, no, I... I thought we got dinner I'm, here for, I, for one of the future jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that one. No, I was... Well, I thought... No, all right, dinner. Ca- so, casual setting to start. That's what I thought. Oh, casual setting. Okay, yeah, fair, so, fair. Um, nothing too formal. So, say we are going to dinner. or there, there's You and I are going to dinner, oh, yes. You know, on the date. Um, or, or you're going on the date, the single man that you are. Um, nothing too formal. Because, obviously, if it doesn't go well, it goes south, it's, it's easier to escape, you know? Oh, if you're, if you're is that one of your tricks? If you're uh, in a formal situation... Um, I just get one of the boys to call me quickly. Have you actually done that? No. <laughs> I have aborted mission many a time. Um, but yes, you do rock up and uh, it's a nice casual setting. And, and I, I recommend uh, a few light banterous comments, um, a few jokes. Not too cheeky or offensive, but just a little bit suggestive of where the night might take you. You're a cheeky bugger you are. Uh, like that. Uh, a little bit of confidence yeah? about it. You know, a little bit of confidence... But nothing overzealous, you know. You don't want to seem uh, arrogant, like we, like we said earlier. You know, yeah. you don't want to be your better, you know, me time, me, 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 me. You know, you want it to, you want to be steady, and calm. be natural. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, an appearance is a big one. So, you know, have have that shirt buttoned for men. Have that shirt buttoned down a couple buttons, and have uh, maybe two to three pushing four chest hairs poking out, because uh, you need a little bit of chest hair to show the manliness. Well, but I, I, well, I'm. This is the other one. I'm not uh, single. <laughs> I, I don't have any chest hair. So. But uh, not enough that uh, you don't want to be bald like Doss or Will from the Inbetweeners. Yeah. <laughs> well, too much chest hair is frightening. <laughs> yes, too much chest hair is frightening. Uh, we want to both make an effort, okay? So, you know, you, you want to be... You want to be dressed nice, nice, nicely, not over the top, you know. We're talking, you know, suit and tie is desperate. You know? Desperate. Uh, screams, you know, I haven't had sex in a while. <laughs> um, I'll... <laughs> And I'll be asking, who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you've got that. Straight from the, uh, from like, what, your real estate job or a car sales. Yeah, exactly. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. We have our friends. But uh, but also, I agree. You want to be a little bit, I mean, you don't want to be too casual. Thongs and singlet, probably not suitable. Um I mean, you could be going to the to the country barn dance, which uh, where the <laughs> or, or just a nice little barbecue at the back somewhere. But uh, and and you know, as always, always remember to brush your teeth. Yeah, uh, and have some chewing that. gum or no mints. Have some mints on you. Do you uh, are you an aftershave? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I learned this tip from Wayne Carey. Um, of all people, he once went, I'm serious. He once talked on radio about how to apply aftershave perfectly. <laughs> how? Um, you, you go heavy early in the day. So say your date's at seven o'clock. <laughs> Uh, go heavy around five. Really? And then by the time, sort of, and you obviously got to get the areas. So, imagining you're going to hug that person, you know, around the areas. Yeah. You want, you know, you want to make sure their nose is sort of touching uh, the part of your back or neck okay. that's yeah. uh, going to smell. And then, but it's not too strong, but it's noticeable. And then he also says a little bit of water. Uh, if you get a bit of water on you when it starts to fade, and just uh, tap it on onto that. Really? Uh, it uh, re it gives you a second a second whiff. The duck. Um, so there you go. But now we're okay. That's we're sitting at dinner now. We're, ne- we're at dinner now. Well, I just want to point this out um, because I've been there many times. There's two things I don't want to hear. One, please don't ask me what my fucking star sign is. <laughs> Sorry for swearing, <laughs> but I'm sick of it. Okay, I'm sick of being asked what my star sign is. I don't care. It doesn't. <laughs> Okay, if you if you believe in it, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I've had girls ask me for my birthday before going on the date, and literally saying on the date, if you said this one, this one, this one, I wouldn't have gone out with you. I'm like, cool. And now you think I'm like this perfect match because, so yeah, don't ask me. Line. Yeah, don't yeah. ask me. And and also, don't need to hear about your ex. I don't no, need to hear. That's a fair point. I I wouldn't want to be hearing that either. You know, what, how would that be making you feel? Well, obviously, normally it's how they ruin their life, so don't need to hear that. And. Continue, mate. What, what, what? Well, I think you, well, you could probably nearly say the next one because it oh, relates well, to okay. me. Oh, well, okay. So. Well, this is and and this is from years of experience. If you like Wade Casterson, please don't order the spaghetti bolognese because once something humorous is said, it will go everywhere. He spills it. If Doss wore a white shirt, 
there would be spaghetti all over it. There'd be meatballs everywhere. So anything that uh, can provide any kind of spit or mess, I uh, highly recommend. And Dos does and normally have spaghetti sauce on his face. So if you're if you're that kind of eater, please steer away from those kind of dishes. Days to something simple. Or if you're anything like yourself, D. If you're anything like Daniel Shuler, steer away from anything spicy. Spicy. Or, or something of, the, of, I guess, the curry type, you know, because For what reason? knowing yourself, you know, wanting to get in the bedroom perhaps a little <laughs> bit later on, um, you know, that's probably not the greatest because... For? Or you'll be stinking it up, oh, I'm just saying. gassy, gassy, I see, I see. Yes, that's Are you an alcohol drinker on a day? Um, no, uh, I'm not a big alcohol drinker anyway, but I mate, don't get pissed. I mean... Yeah, well, that... That's pretty standard, I would have thought. Don't, you don't know. get drunk. You yeah. don't embarrass yourself. Don't you, be, you'll, be, you'll, you'll be saying the words, I love you, if you have too many reds, I'm y- sure. Yeah, exactly right. Um, also, too, I, this, this is on our notes, but I just thought about it. Um, when I was on my strictest diet, I used to always order a, a salad, which is embarrassing. And uh, the female would often order like a... Meat and chips? Yeah, or a... Parma? Yes, or a... Uh, you know, a bol- traditional meal. A, a pasta or something like that. And the waiter would always come out and give her the salad and me the <laughs> pasta. And every time I'd have to flip it myself. So um, think about what you order. Um, and also don't get jealous if uh, he or she flirts with the bartender or the waitress. That happened to you before? I used to do it on purpose. I used to flirt with the waitress really? just in front of her just to show a bit of... Sound like a vlog. No, you don't. This is tongue in cheek, but I'll just make it make it fight for you. That's what you're saying. Puffy. Fight, fight for me, fight for me, daddy. And Doss, what about your last point? This is is this speaking from experience? <laughs> if <laughs> no, uh, well, if dessert has been ordered, uh, hello bedroom. You know. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Well, the night is going very well if uh, if the dessert's been ordered because you want the night to continue. By the or does it? That, oh, what about if she says uh, I've got dessert at my place? Well, mate, that's <laughs> then, even better. Uh, pack her up. So we get to the end of the night. This is where I want to. Oh, this this is where you do your magic. I'm sure. I want to hear this. Well, no. Well, the first point is uh, talking to the female listeners of uh, the show here. If he doesn't take care of the whole bill, especially on a first date, just probably call it there. That'd be fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll cut the cut the ties. Yeah, yeah, let him let him pay. I know, I know you, we live in a. Do you pay every time? Mate, I always pay. Yeah. And you're a gentleman. Well, but some people take it the wrong way. Yeah, it's sex. It's not. It's not being sexy. It's just being polite. Yeah. So anyway, um, well, don't. You know, don't wait for the end. Uh, for the kiss. No, don't. No, I can hear that. Makes it awkward. Yeah. You're waiting for it. When do you go in for it? Uh, early. Early? Uh, you do it about what, half. During, during no, you, you do it about half. You surprise. Well, normally, <laughs> I mean, uh, normally you don't go out for dinner on a. F- I would stay meat, away meat, from meatball surprise. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that could be your trick. You could be like, you've got a bit of uh, sauce on your lips. Don't want to get it off you. Um, go for it. No, um, that's for another podcast. That's for the X rated uh, Daniel Schiller full experience podcast. Well, it's becoming a little bit X-rated now, mind you. Oh, uh, well, please, you know, please be my guest. Continue. You know, wait to be invited inside. Don't help yourself inside. Yes. If, if you if you've found your way back to uh, back to someone's house, um, if you get invited, then you can go. Then you can go. Yeah, don't don't force yourself. Um, if you're the one that's driving, and I'm assuming they're driving separately, though. Aren't they? Um, sometimes, sometimes you might. Or would you would you pick a girl? I've up? done it a couple times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true. Probably not anymore, but I used to. And uh, but if they say let's go back to my place, don't speed down the highway and you know because you can't <laughs> can't, 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 can't get the, yeah, can't contain the excitement. Just uh, play it cool. What what's what's uh, what's playing in the radio? What's a good playlist? Uh, smooth, smooth FM. If you're uh, going to traditional. Oh, radio. I thought you were saying like smooth by Rob Thomas, the song. Uh, like. that's, a, that's a very good song actually. <laughs> I didn't figure that. I was saying sort of go your smooth vibes. I'd yeah. say just to really ease your way into the night. Um, you don't really want yeah sort of screamo heavy heavy or or Fox FM the real pop yeah you don't want you don't want the uh, rappers talking about um, you know slapping that ass yeah (laughs) Um, Doss I think you should really make this point here if you do get lucky to be prepared I think you should always be prepared make sure it's not a you know, a rainforest down no, there. You no. know, uh, you know, get the trimmer out, D. I know what. Uh, Me? Yeah, well, what is mine? Yeah, I, I mean, like we said, we're quite close, and often Doss feels the need to <laughs> expose himself <laughs> in front of the boys, and uh, often is is uh, yeah in need of uh, the old razor blade coming in. Yes, and uh, always, of course, wear protection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's a no-brainer. I would have thought. Um, uh, yes. Yes, indeed. But hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully that's tongue in cheek, and you can take that the right way. Sorry to uh, my mother, my grandmother, my sisters, uh, f- my future wife, um, <laughs> any girls that looking to get in touch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we apologise. 
Um, and you want to apologise to Meg too? I'm, oh, I'm yeah, sure. I apologise to the lovely... Do you um, love her? Yeah, I, do you love her? I love her. Okay, uh, that's very I nice. Love her. It's very, very sweet. So we'll, we'll end it there, I think. And uh, Well, hopefully uh, everyone got a little laugh and something out of today. And oh, I need a drink. <laughs> uh, before you go, do the usuals. Thank you thank you to everybody that's uh, writing reviews and giving us five-star reviews. If they're not giving us five stars... Huh? If they're not giving us five stars, I'd be disappointed. No, well, I actually want to thank... We're going to do a separate podcast thanking people soon, but um, some people wrote some really nice things. We know who you are. It doesn't go unnoticed. We do read it. Thank you so much. Continue to do it if you haven't because that uh, gives people that don't know who we are a better opportunity of finding us and listening to this content, <laughs> good or bad. Um, and, of course, follow us on Instagram. Doss, you love your Instagram. What is that? Uh, uh, what is it? Doss and D underscore. Um, thank you, Doss. And uh, so do that. Follow us, like us, send us messages. Um, we appreciate all the support. See ya.